it. This is episode 429 of No Laugh Track Podcast. I am Justin Severson here with my guest who has not been on this stage with me since August 12th of 2017. Now this feels like a, this feels like a deposition. Yeah. Now this, do you concur with that? I know I'm leaning forward. So uh, is that true or not? Yeah. <laughs> well, we were just talking before we started recording that uh, I've been on legal phone calls for... Um, a special, yes, where I'm trying to get stuff cleared to <laughs> to use in the special, and it's song lyrics. And it's the most expensive thing. It's it's cheaper to get away with actual murder <laughs> and go through a whole trial than it is to quote a song lyric in a special. Yeah, thank you for having me back. I mean, this is such a this is boring for anyone else that's not me, but it's uh, this is a cool spot because this these club dates have lined up with important moments of my life. Like the last time I was here, the set that I did here is the one I submitted to the Conan people. And that's what got me on the show and started this whole trajectory of working with the... Conan people. Yes. Yeah. I listened back to when we did this four years ago, and there was a brief mention of Conan that you had just... Yeah, I did like some digital thing for that. Yeah. And I was like, it was me and Chris Red, and we hosted a, a the, the pre-show to Conan that uh, <laughs> we're on the rooftop in San Diego in the heat, uh, the San Diego heat, just on the roof, and then Conan would come up there and like riff with us, and then we would throw to these like video segments. So that's how I met them originally, and then they were like, "You should submit a set." And then uh, yeah, I think a couple, uh, maybe a month later, I did this, and then the tape from here is the one that I ended up sending them. That's so cool. Yeah. And then uh, when, so we'll go back then. And then you're, like you just said now, and my friend, Chris Red, and then I think, was it that year or the year after he got hired on SNL? It was. And that. I was like, that's the guy that's Moses Storm's friend. This is so cool. Yeah. It's the, it was the year he got faux hired. So the first year. Faux hired. 27. Uh, someone who runs a comedy blog, and we will not say names, but they uh, prematurely announced that he had gotten the show when oh. he didn't he was oh. he was the last like it was like between him and someone else they really liked him but they just needed a different kind of performer that year but they really liked him so it was this thing where he was on hold and uh, someone just prematurely announced it that he had gotten it so he starts his phone starts blowing up that day. He gets all these texts of people like, Congrats, yeah. man. You Listen, deserve it. Way to go, man. Right? I always knew SNL, man, you the king. Just and a also matter of time. Immediately started getting hit up for money. Immediately. People were like, Yeah, man, it's good to see you doing well. You know, things aren't always so great for me. And then so he had to come out and say, like, I didn't get it. And then people were like, What happened? It's like, well, nothing happened. And then also, I don't, I mean, I don't know for sure, but I've heard that it doesn't necessarily pay that well for p people first starting on SNL. So then that's a whole oh, no, thing, not at all. too, where people are no. like, you're hitting up the wrong person. Even if he did, would have got the job for real. Like, I, I just have enough for me, guys. Most <laughs> jobs in comedy, you're not, the thing you get paid for is not performing. Sure. It's from early on in your career, you're essentially paying to perform. You're, I mean, literally you're paying to perform to do open mics. Sometimes you have to pay $5 to an item minimum. And then those jobs are like, yeah, you get on SNL, it's, you're getting nothing. It's basically covering the cost of moving your entire life to New York. Oh, yeah. And But it's the job that like avocado water is going to sponsor you after that. Sure. Get a brand deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe there's probably a better example than avocado water. This sounds disgusting. <laughs> Beet juice. I was, I was trying to think of the word cucumber. You know, when they like every waters now is like, yeah, it's got a hint of fruit. Yeah. Uh, which just tastes like water from the sink. But uh, yeah, uh, avocado you have not water. had it infused with guava. Guava infused with guacamole. It's just like a mm -hmm. chunk of guacamole. <laughs> yes. I wonder if you put that out in a hotel, if people would take it. You know. If an expensive enough hotel, yes. Yeah. They would think it's supposed to be. This must be the healthiest thing I've ever Where people had. Are like, it's, it's probably me that does it. Like, I should <laughs> like this. This is, this is classy. <laughs> Avocado infused water. <laughs> just floating in there. Oh, oh you just use a lemon? <laughs> mm. You get that natural metal taste. 
That's right. <laughs> I'm going to put that out at my shows. Just like tonight, I'm going to put it out just to jug and see how many people take it. <laughs> hidden camera. What? No hidden cameras. You no need to get people's camera. permission, right? Yeah. Oh, yes. God. Oh, people's Don't permission. Do anything ever. No. So here you are. So you're in Minneapolis yeah. and prepping to record a special. Yeah. It's, there's a connection to Conan O'Brien with that too, right? Yeah, they're producing it. Yeah. That's what I mean of like this place. And I was telling Lewis last night of like, oh my God, I can't believe these, these, these specific club dates keep lining up with pivotal moments in my career. Uh, this place specifically. Because, yeah, I mean, they're, they're producing it. Yeah. Um, and it's through them, but it's, it's going to be an HBO special. But they're the physical production company that's, the, um, that's doing it. And uh, yeah. How many for that? So right you now. told me before a little bit ago how many dates you have uh, in between the recording and today to practice this stuff. How many are there? Um, one, and it's here. <laughs> oh my goodness! It's here and nowhere else right now because I'm shooting the show. That's why I have all these stupid tattoos on. Uh, filming a show, so a lot of the tour dates I had when you you want to be on the road as much as possible before you tape, just to keep running. It, yeah, of course, tweaking stuff. That's what I'm always hearing is people like, yeah, as many as I can, as many as you yeah. can. Anywhere and everywhere. Um, which I will, I mean, we'll talk about this later, but there's, I'm starting to not do that anymore because some places make you feel worse about yourself. Oh, okay. Uh, like this is not productive at all. This makes it not fun. Um, so yeah, it's like being selective with the dates. Was there a chance you were going to have to cancel this week to work? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Oh, I had no. to cancel the Chicago shows uh, because it was shooting up until, you know, the night before. So where what, what are you shooting? Do you want to say? Uh, I don't know if I'm allowed to say. I don't think it's you officially it, out. Okay. There's a Netflix show, and there's two seasons of it <laughs> that may or may not be on, and this is the third season of it, and... Uh, it's a oh, it's a dating series. show. Yeah. Oh, cool. <laughs> Is that what I put this on? I've manufactured a whole personality <laughs> to be on a dating. I show. knew they were staged. I uh, knew yeah. it. The circle, the the <laughs> one. Are you the one? Is is one of the great great TV shows of our time because it's like the world's hottest people, and there's it's a actually a really hard game where you what is it called? Perfect match. I don't know. This is. But you, you're supposed to guess who is your soulmate yeah. uh, on the show. And they don't tell you anything. You're supposed to date around until you figure that out. And uh, no one ever figures it out. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, it, it, so for people, uh, we, obviously we do video, so some people can be watching this. But if they're just doing the audio, your tat, your fake tattoos on your forearms. Yeah. Is this your camera? Yeah. Okay. Hi. And this works for people. This is So show off, the, show off the tats. Do you have a favorite and least favorite? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, so these are for the show. Third season just got added to the cast for this. And, um, yeah, uh, uh, I think the ones I hate the most are, like, knives. It's just, like, knives on me because, like, tough. Um, when I was in college, we did this weird experiment where they were, like, dress differently than you'd normally do for a yeah. day. And then, so you know. So would you dress cool? Burn! <laughs> Nothing but nice to me, and you're <laughs> roasting. Okay, stop. This mother. Uh, <laughs> and then you know you're supposed to like uh, observe yeah. how people if they treated you differently yeah. or not. I dress like <laughs> those tattoos would have been perfect because I dressed like a lot of the guys I grew up with in St. Paul, the uh, Mexican guys that would uh, crease their pants and just button like uh, what's oh, his name? Yeah. Cholo fit. Cholo, yeah. yeah, like that, like a bandana. Do you like to say that anymore? And uh, the uh, you know just a couple top buttons, couple open, top buttons, yeah. Uh, wife beater shirt. It's um, a good look. Yes, it's a good look for you. Yeah, I mean, oh my god, uh -huh. so you look like. Cholo Drew Carey with a wasting disorder. <laughs> <laughs> if Drew Carey had a tapeworm. That's you. Exactly. Like, and lived this in guy's, East LA. Yeah, this guy's trying way too hard. Yeah. Uh, there were some reactions, but same deal. Like, our, uh, yeah. now you're walking around in public. Now I'm walking with, around uh, with these. With your and, tattoo guy now. Um, yeah, it has changed. I don't Does know anyone challenge you to a fight? I have challenged people to a fight. <laughs> I shit you not. This sounds. Uh, okay, so this is true. So it's going to be a mess, but. Uh, last week, yeah, Friday, yeah. So a week ago, and um, I was outside of a show, 
in downtown LA. It's already like a little sketchy, but I don't know. I was rushing to the show and it's like in a loft. It's like a cool party space in a loft. And I, I parked the car just downtown. Like I rush in. Uh, there's someone that's that's homeless that's outside my car, just like sleeping on the street. Mm -hmm. Life's hard and there's no plan for people that are homeless. So uh, I, and the, I show up to the show. No one's at the show. It's like, we're waiting. We're going to wait till more people show up. We're holding, right? Mm -hmm. And it's uh, it's 8.40 at a, sh at a show that started at 8. Okay. Okay. So I was like, yeah, okay. I'm going to go to this other show because I have two other sets tonight. So let me go to that show and I'll come back. And like, let me know if, if people show up. In that eight minutes that I'm gone from parking the car to no one's here, someone has smashed my window and taken my bag out that I have just like, I never unpack tour stuff. So I have all this like gear with me of stuff I'm working on the special with. I've uh, just like HDMI cables and, uh, and, but I remembered that my uh, iPad was was in the uh, in the bag. Yeah, and I don't. You've seen me before. I'm the type of person like if you broke into my car, I'd probably apologize to you and ask if your hand hurts. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yeah, win some, you lose some. No bag is worth it of hunting someone down. Also, the there's the, a towel in the back. You're gonna need that for the cut. Yeah, <laughs> and you know we grew up homeless adjacent so i yep. know how hard it is and it's like at a certain point yeah it's it's difficult and this past year's been incredibly difficult so fine just have the bag yeah then i look down at my arms covered in these tattoos and i turned find my iphone on to trace the ipad and i it's it's still like traveling, and I've already left to go to the other show, and I'm like, oh, this is breezy in here. Oh God, window smashed. So in that time, I peel back around, and uh, there's this homeless guy with the cart, and he's he's pushing, and he's oh, he's not in his spot anymore. So I take my car and I pull in front of him mm -hmm. on the street to like, cutting him off essentially. You know, he's like on the sidewalk, but I like. Argh. Yeah. On, on this on the street i get out of the car and i'm like where's the bag where's the bag i know you i know you took the bag and i start going through his whole cart and he goes you it's fine it's fine go through it i don't i don't know i don't know maybe i i don't maybe i saw someone it's like very sketchy you know he's like a little fucked up too so i go through his whole cart and i'm taking stuff out of his cart and i'm like i just i'll i'll give you money just like give me the bag and oh man, there's this like pillow I pick up, and the pillow has like shit streaks on it. It's rough. It's, yeah, as you're saying this, I'm like, what are you putting your hands I on? I know, I know. It's like give it up. This guy deserves it. He said like, deserves the bag. Where did you, you piece of shit? I do jokes. I do jokes. I dating in the quarantine wasn't easy. It's a stupid way to make a living. If I ever lose a massive amount of money, I'm like, well, yeah, that's that's deserved. It's, it's a steal, the fact that you're paid for this job. <laughs> uh, so I, I peel back around. I, yeah, I'm I going through his whole car. He's like, it's fine, it's fine. Go, you look, look, go ahead. Yeah, and I pull that pillow out and I'm like, ah. I give him 40 bucks for the trouble of, because it's not in there. Yeah. I give him 40 bucks for like, I'm sorry, you know, uh, even though he was with the person that ended up taking the bag. So then I, I turn it back on. Oh, I'm, he's helping me like look now. He's a very sweet guy. We really hit it off. Uh, <laughs> he's from Canada. He's very sweet. And uh, and then he, so we're like looking in different dumpsters. Now I'm in downtown LA. I mean, a global pandemic is happening, by the way. And I'm I'm ripping through these these dumpsters and the things that people throw away in downtown LA. It's oh my god! It, it is the worst thing you've ever seen. Like it should everything should be burned. Really? So I'm going through all this wet trash, and uh, I, I turned my iPhone back on, and now the bag is is six blocks away. So okay. someone has it, and it's, and it's like kind of moving. Yeah. So then I get back in the car, windows shattered, and I still have like stuff in the car. I can't lose, and I I drive to in, in polite terms. You got your say, new buddy in the in the passenger new seat, buddy. You know. <laughs> We're very, we have plans to hang out. You know, we're going to go to SeaWorld. They don't have the dolphin shows anymore because, you know, it's terrible. But right away, um, he's like, shotgun. Yeah. Yeah. 
What do they do at SeaWorld now? Since they can't do whale shows. Oh. Like, it's just like a bunch of grown men in wetsuits. Yeah, swimming. videos of the old shows. You want to see a guy do a lap? <laughs> There's just a swim team. Yeah, yeah just a, a synchronized swim team. Um, so I so now I, I go to this, uh, what is, in no, it sounds like hyperbole, but it is a, for all intents and purposes, like a, it's a crack house. It's a half-abandoned building in between two other buildings. I parked the car in downtown. It's a Friday night, so people are out still. It's like, ugh. So I got to leave this car here. And there's two guys sitting out front of the, um, of, of the, the crack house, like, like uh, guards, essentially. Yeah. And I was like, I know my bag is in here. Uh, I, I have it on. I have it right here. So I need to get in here. I need to get my bag back. My car was broken into. And... Yeah, I, this is not a place you should be fucking around with at all. Or I don't know if you, can we swear? On yeah, that? sure. Yep. Um, this is not a place. Like in a very real way, there's places where you can push it and you can throw your weight around, but this is not a place where you should do this at all. Like, yeah. I'm like cringing later thinking about this. So I'm, like, I'm not. I know it's in there. And then just then, this woman comes out who's like a little sweaty, and. Uh, she goes, huh, what's that? So the bag, well, I, the bag's not here. Uh, like, I didn't even say the bag to her. And she just knows it's that level of guilt where she's purposely admitting too much information. Mm-hmm. So she's like, I'll, I'll, I'll help you find the bag. I don't, it's not in here, but I'll help you find the bag. But we're, we're going to find it. Let me, let me take you around. Uh, her name is Ginger. I later find out from the two guys at the front that this is, a, a, she's a prostitute. So again, deserves the bag more than me. Uh, and uh, she's now I'm on a goose chase with her, pretending to look for it the whole time I know she has it. The level of guilt and the level of help that she's offering is suspicious. Did you ever make it inside the house? Yeah. That's where you were it looking? Inside. It's a building. Okay. It's a crack building. So <laughs> oh, it's pardon like, me. Crack building. It's a building, sir. Please <laughs> use the terms correct. But it is like a half abandoned thing. It looks like people are paying rent. It also looks like any anyone can kind of come and go. Okay. Uh, a lot of shady characters there. Yeah. If that makes any sense. Oh, yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm going around and with her now, trying to play it as cool as possible. Of like, oh, how do I play this? If I immediately go, I know you have it, you thief. Okay. More flies with honey yeah. than with vinegar. Is that what people say? <laughs> Who's trapping those vinegar? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so now I'm going around with her. She goes, uh, I'll be fine. We're going to find it. In 30 minutes, we're going to find it. I'm like, that's suspicious. Again, that you've put some sort of timeline what? on it. Now I'm going through new dumpsters. Uh, and then we cross the street where it's one of those street corners where it's just a bunch of people hanging out on a street corner. They own this corner. This is their corner. Yeah. I was like, I do not want to go over there. We jaywalk over there. And immediately she gets in a fight with another woman there. I'm like, we don't, we should not be here. And they know Ginger, her. Ginger, no. Ginger. Ginger, no. Also, Ginger is the laziest. <laughs> like, it's a lazy screenwriter came up with the name. Like, a prostitute <laughs> named Ginger. That is the laziest <laughs> writing. That's like when people in improv they go, Timmy. And it's like, no one's named Timmy. It's the hack version of, I of and I need to, if I'm ever gonna tell this on stage, I need to change it. Because it's too unbelievable. A prostitute named Ginger. Yeah, it sure was. So they know Ginger. They know her, and I guess she had fucked with them too many times, or she's not supposed to be over on this side of the street. Definitely not with me. Sure. Um, and, and, uh, so then it's like, I mean, without Joe, it's uh, 25 people that are on this street corner, Holy just hanging shit. out, you know, some people are homeless or unhoused, which is, that helps people. Yeah. Give them a new noun. They don't want a roof. They want a new noun. Yeah. Um, so yeah, she gets in a fight. I'm like, we should get out of here. Like, that's fine. That's fine. If they have the bag, like it, uh, you, you're going to get stabbed. So this is not worth it. This is scarier than the crack house. Again, so is your phone still telling you it's near you? Yeah. Yeah. It's still saying it's back at the crack house across the street. Okay. It's possible that, because it updates every five to three minutes okay. uh, of like where the new location uh, yeah. is. So I keep refreshing it to be like, is it moving? Is it in her, in her back? Um, and I'm like, you know, at a certain point now, I just want the passport and the iPad out of the bag. Yeah. Uh, they can have everything else. 
meaning like I know it's her. So she gets in a, uh, like a verbal fight with this woman across the street. They start shoving her, and I'm like, we should get out of here. And then they start, those 25 people, they start talking to other people like, this tattooed motherfucker is looking for someone. And I'm like, yeah, who the, oh, that's me. <laughs> that's, I'm him. This and badass tattooed I, motherfucker. I know, and there was a little part of me, this got me through, of like, I got this little high vibe. That's me. <laughs> that cool person. That's right, your chest puffed out a little, stood yeah. a little straighter. I was like, I don't, I mean, this is worth more than a thousand iPads, is this little confidence boost. <laughs> this tatted up motherfucker, he's not fucking around, he's looking for his bag. They start talking, right? Because I guess I look crazy. Um, and... So, so the, she gets in a fight, and I'm trying to pull her away. I'm like, let's just go. It's fine. So now I'm breaking up a fight. Again, this is a pandemic. This is no mass. These are people that have very rough lives. They're living on the street. Yeah. Uh, these aren't people like, mm, actually, could you put your mask over your nose? Uh, I mean, COVID would be the most sanitary thing that they have. Sure. It would, it would help. That's awful but it, it is like I, I again i don't know who this person is uh, that it's come over me with all this confidence now i find a little pipe in the street it's never great when you find a discarded pipe it's like again lazy screenwriting it's like a it looks like a like grand theft auto weapon <laughs> that you pick up on the first round before you get the gun i'm like here's a pipe uh, but it's very thin it's like it's like a thin metal pipe so now i have this pipe with baby me. pipe yeah and because like that scared the shit out of me that side of the road uh, was like this is fucked up now. Yeah. like like they're just gonna fight you because they can and it's like, there's like no jurisdiction now what i didn't mention is in this process in this time i've also tracked down two different police officers that told me i was like i have to find my ipad on i know it's here will you just come with me so we can get this bag back and they're because that's the first instinct i'm not an idiot it's like get the cops involved, and yeah. they were, um, and they said no. We, no, we can't. To, out, we can fill out a report later. We don't go to that neighborhood. <laughs> yeah, they're like unless, uh, yeah, unless it's a life threatening thing. Like we're not gonna, we don't give a shit about this tattooed motherfucker and his iPad. My you passport. Look like you can handle it yourself. My passport that expires in two months anyway, so let it go. <laughs> but who knows what they can do with it. Uh, yeah, so I two separate police officers say we can't do anything but fill out paperwork after the fact. I'm like, well, why are you here? Yeah. Okay. That's going to do nothing. Like, we got to get across town and shoot some innocent people. Uh, divisive. And so so now we go back to the crack house, and I know it's there. I, I know it's there, and I have this little pipe with me. And then she's trying to get me to go up to this room. That's the line. I'm like, well, definitely not going to go up there. Okay, that's that's the line of like you can get cornered in a room because uh, everything else yeah i was in a bad area but i was on the street you know there's like things you can't get away with but if i'm in the room and there's other people in there well that door closes oh boy yeah i bet it we've grew up in rough neighborhoods it's like there's a thing where they do yeah you could get jumped in yeah, a room sure so it's like uh never be never never be around four walls yeah is essentially the the motto uh, so I'm like, that's the line. So I kind of give up on this. I'm like, fuck it. You know, this is not worth it. I'm like coming to my senses now. This is stupid. I'm already like starting to cringe of like, you fucking idiot. Like you ever drive really fast. And then later you're like, what the fuck was I doing on the highway? Yeah. Ugh, could have died. Uh, so, uh, so then I, 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 I leave now. I'm like, it's over. I'm like, I've gone through all these dumpsters, almost died. And I give her my phone number. Like, if anything happens, let's do it. And then she gives me a, a, a ring after I'm driving away. I'm home now. Who cares? Almost home. She calls. Ginger? Goes, Ginger calls Yeah. Me. Yes. Sorry, this story is such a mess. <laughs> uh, just God. wanted to make sure I was following. People have stopped watching months ago. No, no. I just wanted to make sure. Yeah, Ginger. And I, I've completely given up on it. it this, nothing matters. I mean, just like it's your, you get one life. She calls me and she goes, I, I found your bag. I found your bag. Like, I'm fucking, of course you did. Of course you did, Ginger. So you mean you've decided to give it back? So I'm like, oh my God, thank you so much. Oh my God, I'm definitely going to give you a reward. Thank you so much for finding it. Uh, let me come back. So I go back and she goes, uh, yeah, it's up there. I think it might be up there in that room again. Um, and I was like, okay, well, yeah, let me just give you a reward and get out of here, right? Like, 
give, make it worth your time. Please don't jump me. Uh, so then I take her to get pizza. This is all within the course of a night. And then I take her to a pizza place. I buy her two slices of pizza. And then we go across the street. And I'm like, yeah, so the bag. She's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me just get some smokes. And then we can get the bag. And I was like, well, I just got you pizza, you know? Uh, can we just goes, stop at uh, Home Depot? <laughs> yeah. And uh, like, what else do you need? Oh, Florida Everglades are beautiful this time of <laughs> no year. Shit. Could you charter a flight? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so then um, she goes, yeah, I just, I might be hungry later. So then I buy her a full pizza now. Just like keeping her on the hook of like, give me this back now. It's like adding up quick. Yeah. Like, this is the price of an iPad now. Uh, so then I, she's like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, I just smoke it and we can get the bag. So then I go into a smoke shop and I buy her two packets of, of cigarettes. And for some, uh, that's like $90 these days. So yeah, it's $90. It's a, yeah, it's a, a price of a small condo. And again, the story's a mess. I've left things out. I've canceled my credit cards in the, at this time because my passport's there. I don't know what other things were in the bag. I was just coming back from, from Austin. So a lot of stuff that I travel with. So I just cancel all the cards or like give them a heads up that yeah. everything was stolen. Um, so now I'm trying to buy your cigarettes, but the cards declining to a point where somehow uh, the American express has, has tipped off that the card's been stolen. So now this smoke shop thinks that I have, am using this stolen card oh, yeah. and trying to pay for it. So they're like, uh, uh, just hold on a second. Uh, yeah, because some I don't know what this technology is. It's a little scary, but something's coming up in their system that this is uh, a stolen card. And, you know, the it's the company you keep. I'm with a, a prostitute named Ginger who looks like a artist rendering of a prostitute uh, or a sex worker. And, not, um, not Julia Roberts' version? Not the Julia Roberts' version. Not the, the version that screenwriters came up with to make them feel better about <laughs> about having sex with prostitutes which is something that happens all the time in hollywood yeah this is they're like what if it was like wish fulfillment but for prostitutes she's i'm actually helping her i helped her out <laughs> i'm the good guy here huh is he um so yeah so now they are they're trying to get me to stay there the smoke shop oh it's, yeah until it's the cops show up yeah yeah all right, which I didn't even know you could do that. So I'm like, no, 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 I, 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 I got my bag stolen, uh, Gingy, right? And I'm like, you're using her as an alibi now? <laughs> and, and, uh, this most unreliable narrator, she goes, yeah, 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 we're going to get that bag right now. It's upstairs. We got to get the bag. I'm like, what the fuck? So I buy, I, so then I have uh, some, some cash on me. I have to get her one packet of cigarettes because it's all I can afford with the cash that's on me. Uh, so it's $6,000. Yeah, exactly. And uh, so then she's like, oh, let's go upstairs to get the bag. And I'm like, no, I'll wait down here. I'll wait down here. Uh, so she goes up the stairs of the of this cracked building. I'm downstairs, and oh, boy, is it sketchy down there alone. Like, I, I really want Ginger to be there with me. Because sure. I, I can essentially use her as a passport to get into these places. Yeah. Um. Or if like the, with her, people just think like I'm trying to uh, enlist her services, right. essentially. Yeah. So you have that cover, and people aren't gonna fuck with her. It's like, oh, she's on her hustle, right? Um, and then uh, I, so I'm downstairs, and then I go back out to where the two guards are out front, the two guys that are guarding this thing, and th this is when I get all the information that she's a prostitute, and that I was like, I know she's running a hustle. I mean, I'm just like want to get the passport and the thing back. Um, but she can have the bag. It's like, I totally get it. It's rough. Um, and I bought her cigarettes, and now I've given her uh, $40, too. So I've given the other and guy. Pizza. And pizza. Two slices, and then a, a full pizza, because she's like, I think they might be hungry up in the room. I'm like, oh, great. I'm giving them fuel to jump me. I'm giving them <laughs> nourishment. I you think know, they're like, out of bullets, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's, get the, let's get the protein pizza, extra sausage, so they can... Shoot, do they need anything? You know, give them some ice for their hands after they yes. punch the shit out of me? Uh, yeah, so I bought them. I bought my attackers a pizza. And... Um, and then so she comes down and again they say like uh the they another guy comes into this crack building and like what's going on like because why is this why is this fucking wonder bread outside right. 
right? Are you hosting a children's TV show here? What are you doing? Uh, and they're like, this tattooed motherfucker. I get again, a separate person. <laughs> like, this, tat- this tatted up motherfucker, he's bag stalling. I, I, a new high kicks in. I'm like, fuck yeah. Um, and uh, I put the little pipe in the back of my shirt. Now, because I'm among friends, it's safe. Sure. <laughs> so it's in the back. And then, uh, oh, lo and behold, old Ginger shows up with an iPad and a passport right on top. And uh, she goes, here, here we go. We found it. I was like, oh, that's awesome. And I'm like, what about the bag, though? Like, can I get the bag back? You know, like, buy you another cigarette. She goes, you're out of money. <laughs> you ain't you got the cigarettes because uh, like I couldn't buy the cigarettes because I already given her money to like help me with this goose chase right um, so I'm out of money and I know the bag's there but at that point it come to my senses I got my two this tattooed motherfucker <laughs> I got the passport back and I got the iPad back and uh, I was like ah fuck it yeah uh, so I got it back now all that to say, that very long-winded story, I would not have done any of that shit if I didn't have fake costume tattoos on. What the hell? I know. Yes. I got lost in the role. <laughs> I'm a man of the theater. And it was like, uh, the, the toughness, I, it's so not in me, it was like a theater kid playing playing a gangster. Did you ask So what- you want to mess with us, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Didn't were you passing that uh, you know back and forth like like a like a uh, pocket knife with the uh, with yeah 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 I was throwing a pocket knife but I have no coordination so I keep slashing my hand <laughs> <laughs> but I was like I was like carrying myself different I'm like what's this what's this huh? yeah and the little pipe more embarrassing if you get a shot off the little pipe it's the smallest pipe that you can buy at home depot like thin wise it's long and thin it's basically a whip i bought bought a hard whip on the street did you ask ginger to uh, call you by your character's name yeah "Mm, i'm not really feeling i tried to change her name too i was like can we change it because i might have to tell this to other adults yeah can we change some of the specifics i'm spike in this role yeah (laughs) So I'm 30 now, and I want to get tattoos, but I do think it's too late. I do think it's too late to get a tattoo. Unless, like, it's... They have to mean something. I think in your 20s you can do this because everyone's making mistakes. People are passing out in public, right? Yes, They don't know their limits. People are chugging hot water bottles of vodka before they go to Six Flags. Everyone's a piece of shit in their 20s, so if you get them, you get that little grace. But... 30 now it's like you should be making good decisions um and everything needs is gonna need a story yeah behind it and i think do think it's too old unless it's unless gotta you- be like a dead dad because then you can guilt someone for making fun of it of like right like what's that stupid koi fish like that's my dead dad yeah, yeah. that fish represents my dead dad so i need stories Who's Steve, your boyfriend that. no my dead dad that's asshole. my dead dad <laughs> Anytime you get a tattoo made fun of. <laughs> just, why is that? Or uh, you just get them hidden on your body where, you know, just you and your... But that's not the point. I want to be that tattooed motherfucker. True. You True. know? So I might just keep these and just keep reapplying them. These are very expensive. See, these are it- like the real ones that they don't rub off. Like, that, like you have to buy, it's called spirit gum. Oh, yeah. Like a thing that, uh, that to get them off. Um... I would keep this. This is cool. I like this uh, octopus. Yeah, the octopus. You know, just that Netflix movie really changed my life. (laughs) Where this guy bothered an octopus and projected a relationship. What if they would have looked closer and all those were like, you know, like some sort of weird kids movie and they were like smiley faces. That's even harder though. An elephant. That's even harder. That's like how the, the, we grew up in really rough neighborhoods and the scariest motherfuckers would be in Tweety Bird jackets. Yeah, right. Right? And like Elmo Fudd, right? <laughs> because they're, they're they want to fight. Yeah, they hope. Oh, I hope to God you want to fight me. So <laughs> you're yeah, not wrong. I, it, it is like that. That's been help me. The ones that's like he's not tough is like a skeleton, right? Like that guy. You could fuck with that guy. You could you could push him over. A knife? This guy's never held a knife before. <laughs> a knife in general. A knife and there's one finger? Like the yeah. pinkies off? <laughs> yeah. The one I did aggressively rub off on the way uh, here, like on the plane, 
like it hurt my hand rubbing it off because I didn't have the spirit gum the makeup people do was a music note it's the shittiest tattoo it's just the idea of music music it's a note it could be to anything it could be to Yankee Doodle yes right <laughs> it's nothing says I do not have a personality like a music note tattoo Ouch. even if it's your dead dad then your dead dad was an idiot master composer dead dad I, I will fight everyone with a music tattoo oh, no. it's deeply embarrassing male or female uh, male or female it doesn't matter I don't care no. uh, uh, yeah it doesn't matter across the board it's just like in lieu of a person you could have gotten anything Get an ex's name before you get right. uh, just uh, the idea of music. I guess what makes me original is I like music. <laughs> you know, the most popular art form. Right. You know, the thing that even comedians wish they were. Yeah, uh-huh. Absolutely. Hey, I need to tell you that uh, I my wife was with me uh, last night. And then she's no longer with you. Well, now wow. I'm going to, yeah. Uh, Let's unpack your new divorce. Happened fast. You want yeah. to know what's new? No, um... We were leaving, and she said this because I said because uh, I said, "Holy crap, that show!" Well, you were saying throughout the shit, like you said several times. I haven't even gotten to the we have the the the, the, um, the stuff for the special. Yeah, we're walking out, and I was like, "Holy shit, I I want to come back because I think I missed a ton that he hasn't done." And fuck, that was so much fun. What I just watched was so much fun. My wife goes, "I just want to hang out with him." Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That's the best thing you get. Okay, that's better good. better than like, ah, uh, yeah. That's a really nice, oh man, she's, it doesn't feel as good as who's that tattooed motherfucker, but <laughs> I like that. Hangout is the best because, I mean, I just bought friends. Yeah. A lot of why I don't think people want to admit this to themselves is you were that kid that you made people laugh so you could make friends. So you wouldn't be alone. Yeah. You wouldn't be called Yeah, out. well. And all of us, that's like, you're playing the heartstrings, but that's exactly what I wanted. That's who I am, is I want to hang out with you. Um, so what are you doing Saturday? No, yeah, <laughs> I will. I do hang out with people. I mean, I make a point to do a meet and greet after. That's very unofficial. It's sure. not a, let's do a photo. But like, I'll talk to people after because, one, I'm no one. I'm so deeply grateful when people come out to a show it means the world to me, and I do this essentially so that I'm not alone. It makes me feel less alone, and when people come up and they ha they pull like a weird specific from my life and then they can relate, yeah, uh, makes me feel great, and it, it it instantly melts away any wound that you had, yeah, any scar goes away when someone's like, oh, we used to do that too, we used to eat from the dumpster. That's been the greatest thing. It's something I was incredibly humiliated about. Um. Even now as an adult, even if you do it in a joke, people still are like, I'm probably better than you because you ate garbage. So we talked about that briefly four years ago. Yeah. And you were saying then that you were having a really hard time making that stuff funny. Yeah. And here we are, September 2021. I found a way. You found a way. I found a way to make it funny. Yes. That was the biggest goal. It was actually Chris Red's advice. That's like, don't cut it. Because we would tour together or, and, um, or do shows together. And... Um, it would bomb. It would bomb every time. Part of it is just not being good enough as a comic. Or part of it is you not um, being far away enough from it. So it's still too sensitive. Sure. Uh, but I did find a way through writing and then just being uh, personally growing about it and, and talking about that. It's not the worst thing I've done for sure. Like, like it's not the hardest thing that anyone's ever gone through is eating from the garbage. Pretty lucky because we live in America and the garbage is incredible. Uh, but it is for some reason a hang up that I somehow feel guilty about. Even though it was not my decision, it is something I, not guilty, but just deeply ashamed about sure. for some reason. Sure, yeah. And it's not the, the gross part. It's the way that people look at you when you're in a dumpster. It's this like... Uh, it's, it's like you could see their heart breaking in real time. If you're a child at a dumpster, yeah, the people would sometimes be driving. They would pull over and just give us money. Like, have you ever been so bummed out that you felt the need to pull over your car? It's not even like we are approaching people on the street. They just pull over their car. Like that sucks so hard. I'll give you money so you don't do this. Like I, you're, it's you're a, a sad extra. In my life. Yeah. 
this is the saddest <laughs> background actors in my life. Like I want to pay for this scene to not be in <laughs> yeah, my right? life. I'm the protagonist yeah. of my life is how everyone feels. And that's, that's a bummer scene right there. Yeah. That's Norman Rockwell would not paint that. So I was listening to, uh, you recently did a podcast with Pete Holmes. Is it out? Oh yeah. Oh shit. Uh, okay. Is that bad? No. Um, I'll tell you off, off. Oh, camera. interesting. Yeah. Oh, maybe I shouldn't bring up what I'm going to no, bring no, up. No, no, no. You should. No, I love Pete. Uh, yeah. No, no, no. It's nothing, nothing to do with him. A uh, separate personal issue uh, that I have, and I and Pete actually gave me some great advice on all this. Interesting. Okay, yeah. so, so I'm listening back to that, and you're telling a big part of this of your history, yeah, like with your family and everything. Yeah. And I'm listening to that, going. Uh, you know, I had heard some of that four years ago and stuff, and I'm like, man, this is like, does he think, uh, I was going to ask you, I was thinking like, what am I going to, how am I going to approach this and ask him about this? And then I thought, oh, I know, I'm going to ask him like, is there a part of of your uh, upbringing that you're shocked people are like, that uh, that you're more that you're surprised by people's reaction. Like they should be more shocked by this part instead of this part. Oh. And then I think it hit me as I was listening to Pete Holmes because it happened on there. Yeah, it was when when you said that your mom was in denial or didn't want people to know about her real hair color and that she dyed all of your kids blonde. Oh my God, I have a major update. And I told my wife about that and she was like, what? Insane. Yes. Um, Do you have show notes or you could put a photo in the show notes? Oh, for sure. For people? Absolutely. Um, Okay, so I'll send you guys this photo. So if you're listening to the podcast, you could see this is a real photo of me at 13 uh, and we're pulled that up right now. For our editors. Uh, and yes, yeah, so this is true. She had five kids, and she didn't want anyone knowing that she herself was not a natural blonde, so she dyed all five of her kids blonde. Which That's a lot of work. The level of covers, like, just take the hit. Take the hit. It's not, you know, like, I'm going to tattoo all my kids, so it's like, no one <laughs> thinks that these are fake. This tattooed <laughs> motherfucker. Right? Oh, they're, they're, those are natural. <laughs> Clearly the blood. Kids have There's them. a bloodline. Uh, this photo shoot, uh, was free, by the way, the photo that we're going to show you is this is from a free photo shoot that was supposed to cost a hundred dollars. But at the end of the photo shoot, the photographer said, Oh my God, these are great. The boys are going to go crazy for you. You're beautiful. And, and my mom was like, why? He's a boy. Uh, and she felt so bad that the photo shoot was free and, uh, definitely some of the poses she chose were like, oh yeah, at least in '90s terms, that's or like 2013. This was or 2003. Um, I was gonna say these are these are very feminine, traditionally conceived as, as more feminine poses. Um, I so I mean she, yeah. But I, I wouldn't even believe that gender's a spectrum. Everyone's all over the place. But um, yeah, this was uh, she thought I was a lady and was steering the shoot to make me look as attractive as a young woman as possible. Yeah. Wow. Uh huh. Looks. I mean, the blonde hair looks natural to me. I will say that your mom oh, did yeah. a wonderful job. Oh yeah. It died. Died. Now, a big addendum. Okay. To that, uh, my mom is like, that's not true. Like it is, uh, but uh, her cover story is like I we were living in a one bedroom apartment briefly, and this is the cover story. I'm like at this point, it's better that you dyed the kids' hair to cover Uh-oh. it up. Okay, but the update is she she's covering it because it is. An, I get it. It's an embarrassing fact to be like, oh, I care about my image that much. Is that she was we were in a one bedroom and. Uh, there was kids were not allowed. You can't have five kids in a one bedroom. It's it's um, it's you have to pay more. It's frowned upon. So her idea, her cover story is that she was trying to play off all five kids as just one kid. So if we all had blonde hair, the five separate human beings were close in age, but no one's that close. <laughs> is that we were all supposed to be the same person in the eyes of the landlord? You'd be like, oh, that's the same kid who's. Two feet taller. <laughs> no. And a different gender. There's no way I could have guessed this. We look alike, but not that much. And I'm like, how is that a better story? Or, it's no. like, that one's an actual crime. You're allowed to dye your kid's hair. 
Uh, but yeah, she's like, I, we were living at uh, this apartment and we don't want them knowing that it was more than one kid in the apartment. Uh, so I used camouflage to make you guys all look the same. I honestly thought you were going to say she was trying to like get you guys in some boy band contest or something. Oh yeah, right? No, it was, uh, at least in my personal memory, it's, it's her doing that. Uh, to, and then that's her cover story now, which is, I mean, incredible. It's it's fun. It was almost funnier than the, the just dying it because you don't want. Well, well, unfortunately, my wife does not listen <clears throat> to, to this, this podcast, yeah. so I'll have to update. She can't her. stand the, the the sound of your voice. She <laughs> <laughs> had to leave the room. Every yeah, time. yeah. So I'll have to tell her that personally. But yeah, so I don't have a problem doing that. You should come back tonight. You should definitely get out of the house. You should go back. Yeah, yeah. You're right. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely uh, yeah, so right. So tonight will be different. Maybe forty percent different. Okay. I think we'll do the same ending story. But yeah, some stuff is going to be different tonight. I uh, know, and uh, uh, we got to wrap this up here, but I have to say that there is a part of the show where you bust out a video, and we don't even yeah. have to. I just want to say, I mean, my stomach hurt, my face hurt from laughing so hard at that. It's, I, it was so unexpected, so funny, so unique. So oh, thank you. I mean, my mind I'm so was glad blown. I, that we have it. We have, a, we have a young daughter at home, and my uh, mother-in-law was watching her last night when we came to the show, and as soon as we got home, that was the first thing we told my mother-in-law oh, that's about cool. was that video. Oh, that's cool. We're just like, uh, I can't believe what we just saw. This is so crazy. That's awesome. Yeah. So this whole week, I'm, I'm editing different versions of it. We won't give it away. I say what it is, but... Um, People have got to come see this live. You got to come see it live, especially because I, I need you to come out live because I had to change so much for legal notes with HBO, with the video, different material choices, um, new updates from my mom uh, <laughs> to set the story straight, which is a more incredible story. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so stuff is changing uh, for legal notes, and I desperately need people to, to be here and tell me what's good and what's terrible. Um, even if you hate it, it's great because I don't want this to be on TV forever. Yeah. So tell me what sucks and let's cut it. Yeah. No, I have, people have got to come uh, while well, there's still tickets left this weekend. Yeah. So, so good. Uh, and, and I'll then, say hello to you after. I want to be everyone's friend. There you go. I need you to like me. <laughs> and <clears throat> when are you recording it? Have you said that? And oh, when? yeah. Yeah. Do you yeah. have uh, any October idea? 21st in Los Angeles at okay. the Montebon Theater. Uh, there's going to be two shows on October 21st, uh, like a seven and a nine o'clock show. Um, they're going to put out like cheaply priced tickets at the beginning. And then if it doesn't fill, like if you just wait, it'll probably be free the day of because a special, especially if you're not famous, they just want to get as many people as possible. Of course, yeah. and it's going to be very hard for me to fill up a 1200 seat theater, uh, or at least in my self-doubt head. Um, oh, that'll, look, that'll look great. Yeah. So that's, you know. 2,400 people that need to come out for two shows. Uh, but yeah, that's uh, I'm so excited to have a date. I'm not fully celebrating yet because this has been a year push. Right. Um, so everything feels like it's going to go away because of COVID. So has HBO, well, I, yeah, of course, uh, has HBO told you like, well, we're going to do it We're going to do it now and then we're going to have an idea of have it ready to go December, January. All of it is, we're living in such a weird time right now that almost the height of the pandemic was better than this perpetual limbo. Yeah. Where we're all making plans in the sands as the tides roll in. Yeah. It's like, well, what, what is going to happen? Yeah. Ideally, it'll go this take. way. It could sure. go this way. Um, about two weeks to edit. I'll, I'm going to be editing it. I'm directing it, uh, co-directing it with, with, uh, so I don't know if I can announce that yet, but uh, direct it with a cool director, um, and uh, I'm going to be editing it myself. So it's basically on me to get it out as fast as possible. Um, but they want it out as soon as possible, so it might even come out within the year. Okay. Just because the whole reason it, it, you get to do stand-up on HBO is because it's so cheap to produce, and it's so fast. It doesn't take, like, you got a whole season, and not a lot of stuff has been made past year so they're just cranking out oh, I stuff suppose, yeah. to make up for the time they have yeah. to fit like they have to fill different different content quotas of things that need to be updated so i'm just one of those things isn't there come there's going to be another like game of thrones uh thing yeah. or something you got to see if you can get it like right after that game of thrones I know, premiere right? i know right <laughs> well now no one's watching the channel 
HBO. Oh, that's true. It's all Everyone's doing HBO Max. True. And I, I can say this. Their five-year plan, what they're telling us, is that everything is going to become HBO Max. Yeah, I'm, I could see that. Yeah, You know, it was a little rough of a rollout when it first started. People were like, confused. I have HBO Latino. I have HBO uh, Kids, Family, whatever yeah. it was. East. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> HBO for recently divorced moms. <laughs> it was too specific. So now... <laughs> Everything in Max well is intentioned. Be, yes, everything that has ever been on HBO and will be on HBO, from Latino to, uh, you know, any subgenre is all going to be HBO Max. Sure. So that's what I was like. Oh, okay, that's the one to sign up for. Yeah, and they sense. have tripled their subscribers because of the movies because of the pandemic. Oh yeah. So a all the part premieres. of me is like, it's a bummer that everything has been pushed, but HBO Max has never been bigger and better because of the movies that had to appear yeah. there. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh there. So I'm like, oh man. I don't I this is I don't think I'd get the offer today from HBO Max. If it wasn't already agreed to before when they were just like, we're just starting out. We're trying to get as many things as possible. Well, I think it would be much harder for me now to get a special there. Sure. Sometimes that's how it works. To. Just the good timing. Yeah. yeah. So that's what I'm trying to keep in my head as it keeps getting pushed in this perpetual limbo. It's happening. Yeah. It's happening. Congrats. So I'm very lucky to be there. Good luck the rest of the week. Thank you. I, I am for real going to try to make it back over here. Okay. I, yeah. We'll see. Okay, cool. We'll see. It's, it's not always easy to get out on the weekend. I know. I'm give it a shot. I know. Uh, but if I don't, someone else, please take my seat and take advantage of the great show that's here this weekend. Okay. Moses, thank you so much for doing this. You, this is a seat, by the way. You're going to be on the stage for the entire <laughs> You refuse to move. It's very odd. Um, no, thank you so much for, for having me back on your show. This is the best version of uh, promo for shows. Uh, we've all done terrible morning radio, uh, morning TV, and this is the best version of it. So you're you're very kind, and you're incredibly intelligent and you understand comedy so it's really nice to talk to you i appreciate that yeah let's do it sooner than uh, four years from now i know right yeah i'll be back i All can't right. wait to be too big to play this ah <laughs> yes let's Lewis, do it. i'm out of here i'll be at the target center <laughs> perfect thank, uh, yeah thank you